welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how are we doing? Quick, quick start, right? Yeah, it just I walked in the door. And now we're now we're going. Let's do this. It's, we're, we're right in there. This Business is, as usual. Oh, you said don't hit the table. I just did. Sorry. <laughs> Perfect, Buck. Right, right there. Yeah. Right before we start the show, we're like, hey, these spring-loaded microphones right here will create a like a. Uh, like yeah, a kind of noise, a gong. Like the Chinese emperor just entered the room whenever you hit them, and Buck's like, "Whammo!" Maybe we should get coasters in here. Yeah, that'd be good. As far as we do have a co-host, yes, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, he's been on a couple shows ago. He was on it for a nice long run. Oh, yeah. uh, it's our buddy Jeff Harmatz. Jeff is a uh, a graphic novel artist. That's you could just say cartoonist or comic book artist. We don't need to get fancy with it. <laughs> no one likes a fancy pants. Sounds more prestigious the other way. I'm not a very prestigious guy, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you you, you chopped the. You crop the beard a bit, so now yeah. you're looking not so Charles Manson. I look like a big nerd. I'm all short-headed <laughs> and clean. Well, I wouldn't say clean-shaven, but I'm less bearded right, than before. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jeff was on a whole bunch of shows recently, and and you'll know him because he has one of the most famous average-sized penises that he talked about on the right. show. I, sadly, that's what you're going to be known for. Once you drop that on a that's show... That's fine. That's fair. We can't get away from better it. Better than being known for a small penis. Yeah, you can get some good porno work that way. The average penis guy. You know, he appeals to every. He's the every man of the porno industry. <laughs> I'm sure there would be some great uh, websites. I'm sure there is one out there. Obviously, Rule Thirty Four, but I'm sure there is a website out there where it's just average guys. Because if you want to watch some POV action, you, you know, and you, you're the average guy, you don't want to feel intimidated and be like, I could never please a woman like this. Yeah. This guy with the monster dong. Uh, you know? On the other flip, flip of that coin, is there a small titty porn like? You know, you always have big tits, big ass type porn. Yeah, you know? there definitely. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. Is there is there a market for small tits? I think there is. Yeah, oh. they call it they call it like gamma girls. Is that is that is that what they call it? Well, in high school hierarchy, they have like the alpha girls, which are like the Rachel McAdams <laughs> and Mean Girls, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the beta girls, who are the bitchy girls who are kind of pissed at them and trying to move up the hierarchy. Mm. Then you have the gamma girls, and that's the girl you want to raise. That's the girl on the volleyball team who has enough self confidence not to play in that game, but succeeds on her own. Wow, you have seen Mean Girls, huh? More yeah. than once, yes. Oh, I love that movie. Mean Girls is very good. I ain't seen it. So. Nothing embarrassing about it. It's right. fantastic. That would be embarrassed. Tim Meadows. <laughs> really? So on today's show, we're going to be discussing something we've never talked about on the show before, and that's uh, something I'm a little uneasy about, but it's a good topic, and it's... Mm. Uh, well, Todd, I think it's I think it's an important thing that our listeners uh, need to know about. Um, look, we can all say, we can all acknowledge that the economy is terrible right now. But there's a lot of really nice things that we still need to have in our homes, in our cars, in our pockets, you might want to say. Well, I don't think that we should be outwardly telling people how to go about shoplifting. Well, I think we should maybe just tell stories in which we were making No, but it's, oh, it's very important. Well, the, we're doing a public service by getting people uh, who don't have the means. Uh, we're getting them the, at the end, apparently. We're getting them the – the ends do justify the means, and shoplifting is what – we want to talk about today. I have this list of all these great shoplifting well, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit with your Malcolm X, any means necessary philosophy <laughs> on shoplifting, but we have yeah, a couple he, more things to get he's to. He's very militant on it. Yeah. Oh, my God, Joe. I didn't know I was bringing in a fucking social deviant into the show here. I knew it may possibly be a sexual deviant, but not a social one. I'm always here. But uh, this is our first show back after the holiday season. And uh, so, uh, by the way, before we get into that, I just want to say that, Jeff, we can't say it now, but you're working on a really big book right now in terms of your comic book 
uh, history, right? It's, it's it's long in length. Yes, it's a very it's a very large book. And it's not medium. <laughs> it's big. It's a, I'm working on a big comic book. So That's... you can reveal what it is maybe on a future show. Yeah, right? when it's ready to go, well, I'll be more than happy to discuss it in great great detail. But it is uh, very preliminary at the moment. But I, I'm putting in a lot of work into it. Good. Well, I oh. you know I just want the audience to know that you know Jeff is kind of a big deal, but just it <laughs> can't be revealed yet. He's, so he's very prestigious too. So we just got back to our first uh, show after the holiday break, and I hope everybody had a great holidays. Um, Buck, you sent me a picture from your holiday uh, extravaganza huh? that I think I post. I think I posted it on Twitter. Oh, uh, a photo that you sent from your holidays. That evidently, there's a member of your family who's oh. taken an interest in the show. Well, my aunt Lois is one of the only people I know that actually likes stuff we do. Uh, my mom always likes us on Facebook, which I think is bullshit because I, I, I pray she doesn't listen to our show. Are you friends with your mom on Facebook? That's the... Yeah. Why not? Uh, I wouldn't want to... Is that a weird... Is that it's a, weird? a little peculiar. I wouldn't want my mom to see what I'm up to on a uh, day-to-day basis. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I'm not posting photos of me macking out with no one. I know. No, no, you're not guy. doing that, but look still, like, you know, you know if you're... year old girl over here. She's going to say, oh, you're slacking off today, Buck. What are you doing? Get back to doing something productive. No, she'd probably still like that. She would hit the like button on that shit. But my Aunt Lois um, surprised me. I opened uh, her gift. It's a nice uh, kind of white shirt, you know, kind of a... They got me a shirt, which is cool. Yeah, it's you good. Know, you know, a white, you know, button-up shirt. Yeah, you could use that. And a can of sardines. <laughs> and so uh, the sardines, of course, was in reference to this show of me telling the people about my affinity for sardines, anchovies, but my fear of um, walking up to the cute girl at Trader Joe's with them because I don't want her knowing that I eat like a bum, and basically. She, and she took that from the show of all the things. She, I mean, she could have gotten you some nice uh, grape ape weed or something. That but... might have been nice, yeah. Well, can I ask you about the, your fish fetish, I guess? Um, yeah. I love anchovies. Okay. I hate sardines. I can't understand why people enjoy sardines. They have mm. those. It's like chewing on a spinal cord. <laughs> it's kind of like the bones in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, disgust- yeah. And the anchovy has the bones, too, but it's just they're smaller and they're tastier. I'm right? into texture. I don't know what Fair it is. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm into texture is what it is. Now, did that make you want uncomfortable knowing that, that she was paying that close attention to what you're talking about on the show we get into some risque shit yeah kind of but um i know that she will tune out because she immediately told me after that uh when me you and oscar were talking about how or oscar was saying that his his girlfriend uh thought he shit was taking shits wrong and that he should have his balls on the outside of the toilet because his balls smell like sewer balls or something that was like that. a controversial uh... <laughs> yes that was a that kind of got my aunt to turn the channel, if you could say. I, I think she was out at that point. So, uh, as far as the weed smoking and stuff like that, yeah, I think that's probably eh, revealing to her, but not surprising. I don't you think it's a shocker. Not shocking. No, not shocking. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of uh, Oscar, over the, over the break, Oscar and I went to uh, San Diego mm-hmm. with our buddy Jim, and we went down there to go to, go to a Raider oh, game. Oh, it was a menage a gay trip this time. <laughs> yeah, everybody was calling it the it was the gaycation. It was four, the gaycation, yes. This time with three dudes, but we went down to San Diego, and the cool thing about going down to San Diego is there's a uh, guy that people who listen to the show might be a fan of, and he's a guy who listens to the show, and a guy named Dune, who is uh, a comics online podcast, <laughs> Dune Reads Goosebumps, uh, he treated us to a nice little uh, pregame tailgate party nice. at his place near Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego, so uh, cool dude, so if any guys are fans of the Dune, know that we've been having good times together. I had one odd moment. 
during my Christmas celebration. And that was my dear mother, who's a 73-year-old Caucasian woman. And, and a lot of people ask, what's the ethnicity of your mother? And I've always been very quiet about it. But it, I, I, it could come out now. My mother is so, a revelation. Not black. No, my mother is Shocking. A, yeah. I just do the show in blackface. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. But yeah. that's not a genetic thing. Shocking. So me and my wife are at my mom's apartment. And my mom was telling me about her, her office Christmas party. And, you know, there are people of many different ages in her office party. And when a younger uh, African-American woman at the uh, office party showed my mother, and my mother said, quote, she could twerk her butt. Oh, no. Really? And then immediately me and my wife were like, oh, God, I, I don't want to know where this is going. Yeah. And my mom was like, yeah, she twerked her butt. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody like it put that way. Did she twerk your mom? No, she twerked her butt, and she, on your she, mom. she twerked at the office party. My mom was like, "Well, you know, she's, you know, she's, you know, she, uh, she's kind of ghetto." Was what my mother said, "Because she sounds kind of like sad, like forlorn. Like if if twerking was around in her day, she'd twerk. She twerked her butt. Like that, did, 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 she, did she sound sad? No, she sounded." Um, slightly amused and kind of perplexed by the dance oh. move because it wasn't quite what she did during her day, which may be the mashed potato. You you just put the point. Is it a dance? Is twerking a dance? I think it is. If you do it to somebody, maybe it's a dance. I like I like it being done to me, but is it a dance? It's a reaction to music, therefore it's a dance. <laughs> well, like you said, uh, the mashed potato, or imagine, the running man. Imagine how Roger like, Rabbit. Those are dances. Imagine back in the sixties how controversial the swim was, or you know, the monkey, or whatever. Like, but that's not just shaking your ass. But I'm sure that uh, people our age uh, in that day would be like, oh, look at those kids doing the monkey or the mashed potato. That's overtly sexual. Damn that. My dad used to say that the, the reverend in West Virginia where he lived said that these kids are mashed potatoing their ways to hell. <laughs> is this Footloose? What is this? Yeah, in West Virginia in the 50s. Shit. Shit. My dad performed in blackface. I've said this before. <laughs> that my dad in West Virginia in his high school, he said, I said, Dad, didn't you feel bad about it? He goes, oh, it was the times. Uh. So much like his son. But so my mother, she stood up during Christmas dinner. We're having a honey-baked ham, enjoying ourselves. And my mother literally turned around, put her bottom toward it, and started gyrating backwards and forwards. And my wife and I just about had a heart attack. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. She yeah. could break a hip that way. I know. <laughs> she's 73. You gotta yeah. watch out for her, man. We have to get her a life alert if she's gonna try these dance when moves. When her butt and cheeks <laughs> clapped together, did like clouds of dust come out? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see your mom on the floor. I'm twerking and I can't get up. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. So that was a highlight of my uh, Christmas. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticisms. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. Dear Far Out Podcast. Yesterday, my wife received a package in the mail claiming to be from a secret Santa. This shouldn't be a problem, but she didn't sign up for the secret Santa exchange at school nor work. She's a full-time college student and also works part-time taking care of a wheelchair-bound man. The package contents. A drawing pad. Colored pencils. It's not bad. Sounds good. Jeff would like this. Skull and candy cane crossbones t-shirt. Are, I don't know what that is. You're going to have to explain that one to me. Oh, Skull and Candy Cane 
Christmas. I guess, yeah. Like yeah. a Jolly yeah. Roger, but Christmassy. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah, that. Staying on the theme. Wear that to a Raider game. Uh, lacy bra and panties. Ooh. That's where it gets a little weird. Knee-high socks, which now I'm starting to like this. You're, I wish I had a visual on this one. Yeah, and we yeah. just told what my aunt gave me. You're describing almost verbatim what my uncle gave me. <laughs> <laughs> this is some crazy shit. All right, good is that why you're in podcasting and have a heavy drug habit that's now? <laughs> that relationship with your uncle? That's why I'm here. Knee-high socks. Now, that, that that's sexy, knee-high socks. I mean, obviously on the right woman, mm. but I, especially the, just slightly sheer. Not completely sheer, but maybe white. You know? I haven't even thought about knee-high socks in that way, but now that you mention it in a sexual context, it's kind of doing it for me. And then the final thing, which is really even more kinky than a lacy bra and panties and knee-high socks, yeah. is a note from Santa about her being a good girl and deserving these gifts. So she mm. got pervert Santa. Right. She likes all the gifts, and surprisingly enough, they fit her and her personality. I say lucky you, listener, for having a girl that fits well knee-high. Socks. Oh, so she put the shit on. But it fits so yeah. perfectly, she accused me of being Secret Santa. Who do you think sent this package? How can she tell them thanks? Thanks for your time. Colin from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Hmm. Now, my thing, Colin, is you you don't thank the motherfucker. I mean, it's it saved you money. Mm-hmm. What you should have done is you should have taken the gift, and before it was given to her, you should have just put your name on it versus Secret yeah, Santa. Absolutely. Put your name on it. Or even if she Jay thinks Moore. it was still him, go. just take the credit for it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But yeah. why the drawing pad? I mean, it sounded innocent at first, and then, yeah. So, he, so the, the guy obviously is familiar with her, yeah. besides her physical form, which he obviously enjoys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, I don't know where the, the gain is on the half side of this guy. Cause how, do, she, how do we know it's a guy? Secret lesbian Santa? Mm, it's true. Maybe it's, all he needs is the thought of her wearing that underwear. Maybe he knows, like, maybe he's just a uh, an appreciator, an admirer from afar. Oh, and, and then, just a simple thought of knowing that she's enjoying these gifts and wearing them yeah, for a man. I say close your windows, because this guy's looking in. I mean, the, the, the weird thing is this guy is helping listener Colin out by providing for a very sexy night where maybe she puts on the stuff and then he sketches her like Titanic. Whoa. And then he mounts her from behind like a wild animal. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I say this. I say you should be wary of this guy. He's trying to horn in on your chick. All right? Yeah, he's fucking, like, buying her panties and Cyrano de Bergerac just outside her window, fucking yeah. checking her out. Yeah, if somebody left that for my dear wife, I would be very upset by it because I wouldn't know where it's coming from. I don't know. This guy could show up in six months, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and fucking <laughs> take my ass out. Well, I have, I, this uh, brings up an interesting question for me, Todd. I know that you're in the most successful and stable marriage of anybody that I know. Thank you. Uh, I'm just curious. Have you ever bought your wife lingerie? Uh, if I'm being too personal, please let no. me know. No, I'm trying to think of if it's I had. I think I have like a long time ago, but I learned many years ago that that, that like they kind of know what they like and mm-hmm. know what they're comfortable in and not. So it's better to let them they want to present themselves sexually. Because if I were to buy it... Um, because there's a big difference between what men find sexy and what women do. Yes. It, it would be like clear heels, fairy wings. Nice. And we saw that commercial with the fairy yes, girls. Yes, I was shocked at how uh, attentive you were for that commercial. <laughs> Je- Jeff and I were watching television right before you got here, Buck. Uh-huh. And I was talking with Jeff in front of my wife, and there was this ad for, I don't know, like bounty towels or some shit. And there was a blue-haired 
girl, like in a like you know those blue stripper wigs. Oh sure. And she had like kind of I, I love this on a woman when they have like pointy ears, like fairy and and thin but long nose. And she and, and she was cleaning up spills in fairy wings of like some kind of weird blue, like the spill you see in a commercial but you never see in real life, which is like some weird clear kind of, thing that's Windex. Yeah. Yeah, it's like clear blue. Yeah. And so then she was like cleaning and she had the fairy outfit on. I was like, I, I need to get at myself right now. <laughs> you know, I need to go to this the illegal add-on back here, which uh, Jeff thought was a masturbatorium. Instead of buying her the lingerie or or the lingerie, buy her the wig too. Yeah, I like. Come that. home with a blue wig and some some shit, white strip of heels. Yeah, but see, my wife wouldn't be into that. She'd be like, she that she wouldn't like. She, she and she so therefore she wouldn't perform at her top sexiest because she's not on her home turf, <clears throat> uh, outfit wise. But I'd say this. I'd say Colin. I say you should be very weary. Of whomever is is sending this shit to your woman, and first of all, enjoy it all you can, you know. But then I'd look around. I mean, the thing is, at first it might be fun with her in the outfit, but now you're suspicious of everyone you see. You go to the local Dairy Queen, and you're going to see some guy working there, thinking, "Ah, oh, this is Secret Santa. I'm gonna fuck him up." Right. Right. You're gonna maybe look at her family members and say, "This is creepy uncle. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> him up." Just everyone. Everyone. You're suspecting everyone. Yes. Right. Look, her dad. This is treasure of the Sierra oh. Madre now. Everyone's yeah, exactly. a fucking suspect. All right? So that, so that's my thought. Oh. Colin, if you can, write in. If you found out what happened, let us know, and we will And I think I, I concur with him. Take credit for it yeah. until you get caught. And then once something else happens, then just move on from that. And maybe he can take a later credit for it now and be like, you know what? I said this was a whole thing. Like, who is it? It was me. Well, by taking credit for it, he's also putting her mind at ease because she must be a little unnerved that some stranger, some anonymous stranger, is sending her weird shit in the mail. Especially in Sioux City, South Dakota. I'm sure that's a place where it's a little more conservative for these types of behaviors. Yeah, it's a little slower pace. I'm sure you got to be 30 to buy underwear there. So, what else do we have on our rundown? Oh, before we get into our main topic of the day, we got a commercial. New sponsor from someone local in the neighborhood. Oh, nice. Do you have a fetish for staying fit? S&M Fitness is Lakewood's newest gym for those in need of a little more discipline in their workout. Your personal trainer will fit you in a gimp suit made of pure steer leather and make you sweat like you've never sweat before. Have you been a naughty boy? We'll whip and flagellate you into the best shape you've ever been in in your life. Have you been a real naughty boy? We'll nipple clamp you to the treadmill and belittle your little ass till you run a six-minute mile. How many pounds will you burn on our cuckold stair climber? How much fat will you boil while strapped into our doggy collar rowing machines? At S&M, not only will you shed pounds, you'll shed your dignity as well. When we say no pain, no gain, we mean no excruciating, sexually humiliating pain, no gain. There are no safe words at S&M Fitness. Join now and bring a friend for half off. That's S&M Fitness on Clark Avenue next to the Arby's. Let's get into the main topic today. Shoplifting. Very Letterman-esque with that. You like that? Yeah, I love it. Hey, they're paying the bills. They're keeping the show running. <laughs> exactly. They're keeping the trains running on time like Mussolini. So what else we got here? So we, I, you know, I was just, I was doing a, uh, a personal, what do you call it? Inventory the other day. Almost like I was a Scientologist. Well, it's New Year's. It's time for you to think about Reflect. how terrible you were in 2013. Yeah, yeah and like, and, and you got to take a moral compass thing. Because every once in a while, I lay in my bed... In the middle of the night, maybe I can't sleep, and I'll have this moment like Anthony Hopkins and the Elephant Man, and I'll think, am I a good man or a bad man? For you, it all kind of comes back to Elephant Man. Yeah. 
It, 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 it's a very big movie for this guy. It all kind of comes back. It's my true north. Yeah. Full circle like Lion King. Just all back. Yeah. Circle yeah. of poo, man. That's what it is. And uh, I was I was thinking, like, you know, what good have I done in the world? Like, how have I helped people? I've done some nice things for people. Mm. I put out a bunch of stuff on podcasts, which may be, might be morally reprehensible. A lot of it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm good to my wife. but And I was thinking that, that I have never shoplifted. I've mm. never stolen anything from a store. Like, to me, that's a bridge too far. Like, I could <clears> never, <throat> even when I was a young kid and I didn't have much money. You know, and I didn't grow up in the most affluent home, but I never, ever thought to myself I could steal. Like, I had friends, we'd go to a 7-Eleven after school, and I had a buddy who would always jack Starburst, and he wore a big coat, even when it was warm out, and he would grab a Starburst. He loves Starburst. He stole for Starburst. Yeah, he was fucking hooked on that shit at a young age. Yeah. Of all fucking things to be that excited about, Starburst, right. eh, well, it's tangy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually pretty gross. Those, oh. And it was like hard cubes. You know? Yeah. Give me something soft. Huh, it's candy. I don't want to work here. Fucking, that's why I hate Jolly Ranchers, too. Just too much work with that shit. Well, the, the, the only Give me good, some chew. The only good thing about the... Uh, if, you, if you're having a Starburst is you get that weird spit where you could spit and then suck it back up into your mouth with oh, it. Oh, yeah, God. Go. Oh, that's so disgusting. And we'd have, like, spit-offs. But the guy would always buy a Doritos and then the, the game I like to play called Chip Lottery was started there where he didn't want us eating his Doritos after school, so he would lick one, put it back in and shake up the bag and go, chip lottery, who wants a Dorito? <laughs> nice. Well, it's funny that you bring up shoplifting, Todd. Well, I, 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 Jeff, we're not, we're not going to give tell people how to shoplift. We just want to talk. But I have this big list of the best ways to shoplift. You know, Jeff, when I email you the content, like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. I wanted your personal experiences. Maybe have, have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever shoplifted? Uh, me personally, no. I'm I'm just as square as you are, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people. I've been with people who have shoplifted <laughs> all the time, and I'm always jealous. Have you? Because you think that there's got to be a kick in that, right? I would imagine so. But I I, I get like flop sweaty. I, I would be a bad shoplifter. I'm very nervous. I think uh, females shop shoplift more than males, like makeup yeah, and stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm generalizing, yes, but I think females do. You're right. And anything. I just think females have the thing. Well, I can just take this. I can just take this shit. Yeah. I'm a chick. Yeah. If you, if you're a dude, no like, consequences. They're yeah. gonna call the cops if it's a girl. They'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You uh, just bat those eyelashes. Any any police officer, and he'll be like, oh, "Carry on, ma'am." Yeah. Try not to do it so much in the future. Right, but when when I was in middle school, all the kids were like stealing candy. That was the whole whole thing. Buck, you've you've worked at like you worked at bar stucks for a long time. Have you ever steal anything? Um, no. As Nobody f- walked out with a mocha. <laughs> oh, drinks, shit like that, stuff that doesn't cost anything. Yeah, I, but as when you said stealing, I thought you meant like huge money wise type stuff. You never saw anybody like keistering a salad. <laughs> wow, <laughs> is this at Starbucks or in prison? Because I did some time and I saw some shit, Todd. <laughs> That's awesome shit. Well, I worked at a Starbucks for a while as well, and I know that the employees at a Starbucks steal more than any of the customers. I don't know if oh, you can sure. back me up on that. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, anything that wasn't nailed down uh, around Christmas time, too? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we did steal some uh, burries and like, don't, don't put that part in. <laughs> have, you guys yeah, ever, yeah. have you guys ever dined and dashed? So, no. no way. I'm not that I, cool. Yeah, I, I saw the Silver Spoons episode on that, and I said, no. How could you do that? Yeah. I did. I, okay, I did it once. Mm-hmm. I was at a Denny's with a bunch of friends. And it was one of those nights where they're like, 
three people working and it was a really packed night. And I, I asked for the check once. Waited 10 minutes. No, no check. Wait for the check a second time. You know, ask the guy, hey, can I get a check? No check. Third time, I asked, I asked the waiter, I was like, can we pay? Can we give you money for our meal? No check. That's not really a time. So, well, no, so everybody at That's the... proving a point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this was, this was an economic decision. That's, this is dying and being, being an ass. I don't think I was being an ass. I was trying to pay. Yeah, if they won't take your money, sometimes you have to take the take matters in your own hands. Yeah, so we walked out. But and, and I, I feel bad about that in hindsight. But sorry, but I've, I've spent a lot of money in the Denny's establishment, and they were racist and had to pay a bunch of people money. So you know, who knows? But I, I do feel bad about that. Um, and I have I have stolen carpet once, which I I might have told this story on the show. How do you steal carpet? Did you, like, bring a U-Haul? Well, you okay. ripped it out of the floor? What'd you do? Oh, this looks nice. I was at a friend's house. I was like, is <laughs> it good in my apartment? Is this Travertine? Yeah, I'm serious. No, I was, I was, uh, we had a garage band, and we were playing in my buddy's garage, and uh, one of our friends that lived in, like, Seal Beach, it's like a kind of a posh part of L.A., she goes, you know, one of the people in the neighborhood threw out a whole bunch of carpet, and you can use that to soundproof the garage. Oh, great. That sounds good. So I just happened to have a hacksaw in my car for some stupid reasons. I was like getting a Christmas tree or something. I forget. So I had a, like a, a saw, and we got out to this house, and we just saw this big-ass carpet around a house that was remodeling. So we went out, and we had the saw, and so we wanted to cut it to a size because it was a big, massive roll of carpet, right? Okay. And so we cut it in half so we could fit it in my car. And we were like, <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock at night. We got a bunch of people. We're like, we've got to get this carpet so we can soundproof the garage, and we're going to rock, and we're going to be the next Beatles. Yeah, you guys look like such tweakers right there. <laughs> yeah. So we did it, and then as I was cutting, and I got like halfway through, I was like, this carpet looks new. <laughs> and evidently they had delivered all the carpet. But at that point, we had already fucked it up. You're in. Yeah. So we, well, oh, go ahead. So we, so we took like, I don't know, grand worth of carpet. I felt, I f- we felt horrible about it, you know, but I was, you know, 18 and, you know, you're a dumb kid, you know, but. I think you have to make the distinction between shoplifting from an institution and stealing from people or places, you know, that aren't selling you that thing, you know, yeah. like that was a party situation. I've never shoplifted, but I've certainly stolen a lot of things from parties and from people in houses near parties I was at. Right. But I've oh. never walked into a Seven Eleven and taken a candy bar. Greatest steal, dick steal move somebody once did. I had a party at our old apartment and uh, when we used to live together, Buck. What? Some asswipe stole the remote control <laughs> to my VCR. That's just a dick move. Yeah, the Big, guy was- horrible. Awful person. Yeah, like that. That's that's like sociopath. Yeah, like, that's just plain sick. But so, but the, the thing was, it's so you, you don't never think someone would steal that. So then, like, I'm looking in the couch. Everybody's like taking yeah. apart the whole. That's the madness. It's, it's psychological, in. is what it is. Like, <laughs> it's fucking in your head. Psychological torture. But uh, I remember my one buddy uh, Kinez. He stole the stupidest thing ever. We uh, got kicked out of some party. It was like a West West High party. Oh, we, you bridge kids. We weren't there. You know, and uh, fucking, they kicked us out. He's like, yeah, I got something. I'm like, oh, shit, you stole something? Well, what you got? <laughs> I got this. And it's the fucking box set of Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> That's a score. Like, That's a good fucking, score. Like six discs. Wow. Yeah, this is back in the day. So, yeah. Did you guys go home and listen I'm fat, to night? like a surgeon. Yeah, for like the next few weeks. It was uh, nothing but Weird Al and... You know, watching Black Belt Jones. 
Those were the times. There was a guy when I used to work at Sears in uh, retail. There was a a guy once pulled off one of the most ludicrous acts of all time. It was like a hot summer day, and the refrigerator section was right near where they stole air stole sold air conditioners. Yeah. An air conditioner is not a small item. This was a big motherfucking thing. Right. And the guy put it on his head, what? walked out, and tried to walk out the front door of Sears, flagship store in Torrance, tried to walk out with, like, like, like he was an African woman with a thing of water right. that she was transporting from Lake Chad to her village, on his head, and... Loss prevention. Who are a bunch of just like guys who couldn't who they couldn't pass a drug test to become cops, and they were just waiting, and they just fucking nailed the guy once he left the store, <laughs> and they'd tackle you down and hog tie and ass rape you, and you know. The Did they bit. tackle him with the air conditioning on his head? Yeah, they, they, I don't know how they secured. The, I don't think they give a shit about securing the merchandise. They just want to like fucking, just, you know, super trooper his ass to the ground. But yeah, that was that was insane, and then. How much does the air conditioner weigh? I'm sorry. Like, I'm just seeing, seeing a mutant right now. You know, like those ones that you see, like, in New York City hanging out of people's... Oh, like 99. But the, the, the nine, big... Nine, the, nine, nine, nine. the big one where you it's like a high-rise, and you go, if that shit fell, that's going to kill a motherfucker. Right. One of those. So, yeah, that was nuts. And then we used to always have this problem when I worked at Sears in the appliance section with the... the uh, they used to have a tortilla warmers that go on top of the... <laughs> Of the stoves, yeah, and yeah. so you would you would put it under the the I don't know, the, the the range thing, and it would heat up the tortillas. And fucking every like every Saturday, there'd be somebody walk by, like a family walk by, and somebody just grab it and put it in their jacket. <laughs> like, hey, 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 kick back the tortilla. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Like <laughs> clockwork. Clock, every time somebody, it was like the greatest thing in the world was the tortilla. Oh, and they just right, right. The, hey, hey, Todd, hey. have you ever had a warm tortilla before? to die for heavenly uh, no yes. no i, I see the i see the benefit it was just as an employee of the sears and robot corporation i had to be vigilant they also used to steal you know, those little soda things that you get in the fridge that hang off you can put your two liter in it it's like a little little plastic half tube and you can hang your thing off the shelf people fucking people so, like keister those i don't right? even know what that would, is would you be a narc would you narc people out Hey, he stole a tortilla, Walmart. I, I wouldn't go to, like, loss prevention. Hey, hey come on. <laughs> come on. See this name You'd tag? You'd confront them? No, wow. I just... You, palms up. Hey, come uh, on. Come uh, on. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, you know. Exactly. And then people would give it away. One time, <laughs> there was a guy applying for credit, and, you know, you'd have to look at their ID or whatever, and the guy gave me this ID, which was the most fake-looking California state driver's license I'd ever seen. Like, like it was the font on it was Times New Roman, <laughs> which was it's not the font on a California state ID, and it was pretty clear. And like, you know, some people here, some people in LA aren't citizens. You know, they come over from you know wherever Canada. they are, Canada, and they come over searching for a better life. I'm not going to judge. I do the same fucking thing. But in a certain way, it's like, also, come on, don't have the Times New Roman ID. Mm -hmm. And so the guy was applying for credit, and he was sweating next to me <laughs> as he was doing it. And loss prevention called my line and goes, um, is the person next to you dead? <laughs> I said, no. He said, the social security is of a dead person. <laughs> and so then I hung up the phone. I turned to the gentleman and was like, sir, uh, your application's declined? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me and was like, all right. <laughs> and then he was like, Get out quickly. Thank you. <laughs> Move quickly. Yeah. Get out. You know, save yourself. Right. You know, and the guy got out and it was fine. You know, I ain't blaming the guy, but I did the same thing. No, you chased after him and knocked him down. 
took him into security. Not at like all. A narc. Not at all. I was what? in I was in Seven Eleven and uh, some dude stole beer. Like you know, I'm getting buying smokes and the guys uh, stealing the beer right there. You know, what kind of beer was it? Probably Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> Might have been me. And uh, the guy was he dressed like Darth Vader? Yes, it was you. Oh, okay. All right. So the guy behind the counter fucking jumps over fucking the counter, almost nails me and goes running after him. Did I steal the pack of smokes? No. No. You I stayed st- right there. I stayed and paid. You paid. Well, I stayed and paid. There's a lot of there's a lot of really <laughs> Stay and pay. That's Buck's uh, That's me. Instead of click it or ticket, it's gonna be like Buck Press says stay and pay. Stay. Pay for your merchandise. Don't dine and dash. There are a lot of good ways to steal. The way that uh, Todd steals Bud Light Platinums might not be the best way to steal. Dress like Darth Vader. I'd yeah, say. well, if you have to, you know, you have to t- turn them around. They they're gonna tell the police. Oh, Darth Vader robbed us. Not, you know, Todd Perry, host of Far Out Podcast. Well, I mean, that's a good thing to tell your manager if the guy's like, "You got robbed. How the fuck did you get robbed? It was Darth Vader." <laughs> that's like you know, if you go and dress like Adolf Hitler, no one's getting. Well, you know, the guy's just, he's a. Uh, He's a sinister son of a bitch. That motherfucker know? does what he wants. <laughs> he just goes around town. But on on that uh, on that line of topic, uh, or on that topic rather, there are a lot of really good ways to shoplift, essentially, to steal from grocery stores, from Seven Elevens, from liquor stores. Most importantly, especially for this crowd, mm. um, and it's really easy. And I found this list put together by a guy who works at a grocery store, and it's just. All these awesome ways to steal successfully to shop. I, I don't feel comfortable about this. I didn't, when, Jeff. When we put the topic together, I didn't say we're going to try to teach the audience how to steal shit. I said we're going to do a show where we discuss the moral implications of thievery and why. You know, we may have stolen things on accident, but we're good, upstanding people. We don't abide by this. Well, Todd, times are tough, and we want our listeners to have all the, um, you know, all the things that rich podcasters can have. You know, we want to share the wealth a little bit. Okay, so maybe here's the deal. Maybe if we just, if you have some tips about how to steal things, maybe we can look at it from a perspective of how to catch people if they're stealing things or what to be aware of. If that makes you feel better about it, then that's good. But I'm going to look at it as, uh, you know, useful tips and tactics for when I. Do my next shoplifting. Our, our listeners can use their own moral compass with this side of the show. Uh, that's, uh, that's a good move. I trust them. All right. Well, the first uh, tip for shoplifting is to never, never, never try to steal something at a store you frequently shop at. Hmm. I think that's a given. If you really want something bad enough, then spend a little gas money. Hmm. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, you don't shit where you sleep, I think. is. Yeah, uh, it's pretty – you wouldn't uh, sleep with your roommate? Well, yes. You wouldn't drive – if you're going to drive into a house, you wouldn't drive into your neighbor's house? No, drive into somebody else's house. All right. The second rule for shoplifting, don't act suspicious or nervous. Employees aren't stupid. Yeah, that's not Todd. Yeah, I don't think – see – You're kind of nervous all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Buck, I think, Buck, you could walk out with something because you don't look nervous. Yeah, you're a very casual gentleman. Yeah, exactly. And your man which casualness runs deep. I just glide in, glide out. Glide out with some shit, right? <laughs> but, Absolutely. You tell me I can steal some shit, right? I almost actually, I, I accidentally stole something from the Home Depot once. Like, I was at the Accidentally. Home- 
Yeah, no, I just I was thinking about some other shit like like creative stuff or whatever, and I walked in to pick up something really cheap. It was like a little, it was like a fitting for like some plumbing shit I was doing on the house. Yeah, and then I walked out to my car and I sat down in the car and I got ready to drive out and I was like, I didn't pay for this, and I was like, oh, this is weird now because they didn't catch you. No alarms went off. No, I just walked right out. Huh. Was I, it a power sander or like a toilet? No, it was like a little fixture or something. Okay. It was like something that was like two bucks right. that you screwed on. And it was three quarters of an inch or whatever. And so I walked out and then I thought, oh man, this is weird because now if I go back in, it's, it, it's going to be weird because be like, I'm sorry, I stole this. I got to mm. pay for it. And the guy's going to watch me come back in. Maybe I got to put it in my pocket and take it out of my pocket. And I'm going to be way more suspicious. And then on- when you take it out of your pocket, they're going to think it's a gun and shoot you. Who knows? Oh, anything could happen. So then I just I just said, you know what? I'm just going to chalk this one up to the team and I d- do a lot of business in here and we're going to call it good. You was it close to your house? I guess that's the question. You don't want to show where you eat. No. Rule number one. I, I, I did sh- shit. Sh- I shat where I, I eat, but I also I didn't look nervous because I didn't know I was stealing. No. I, I just realized I do the opposite of shoplifting. I've done this more than once. Uh, fresh and easy, you know. <laughs> you, yeah. you have to do your. You've never been fresh and easy. I've been a fresh. It's a little overpriced yeah, for my taste, but uh, well, I go there for a few things. But uh, you have to check yourself out, you know. Oh, yeah. And usually, by the time I go in there, I'm tired already, and you know, doing that physical activity, I seriously feel like I'm at a job for some reason. And <laughs> I, I, I scan it, I put the money in, and I seriously walk out without bags. Yeah. And the person there has to be like, "Hey, idiot." You forgot your fucking <laughs> shit, you know? And this has happened more than once, so it's like the opposite of shoplifting. You know, I'm paying. Shop giving. I don't know what I'm doing. I've done that with gas before while well, put in money. It was like, you know, walk up, you pay, and then just drive off. <laughs> oh, and I'm shit. like, then I got to drive back, and it's really embarrassing. Like, I just, I put 20 bucks in, and then it expired, so could you, and then the guy looks at you like, no, and then <laughs> you have to have this weird conversation that's a good shoplifting tip is to just uh i put 20 dollars in but i drove away just can i get re-upped on that 20 yeah that is a good scam see i like i like the self-checkout but i i feel like i've gotten to the upper echelons of the self-checkout the moment i figured out how to do fruit in the self-checkout where like i actually weighed the shit in the self-checkout and had the little code and i'm like is this a gala or a honey crisp apple not sure i might save a couple bucks on this but that's that's the guy who's really saying fuck you to the the cashier that's working there. You're like, yeah, yeah, maybe your union, but my ass just did your job in two minutes. And uh, but yeah, I always get tripped up when I'm buying my tortoise food because I'm like, I'm, how, do, how do I input this? Then Where do you buy tortoise food? What? I'm Rouse. Uh, Rouse sells yeah. tortoise food. No, they sell kale. I give it. Kale. Oh, oh, okay. Collard greens. I thought it was a specific type of pellet, like a yeah. rabbit or something. There are oh. pellets. I give it, but what, it, that's beyond the scope of this show. Okay. But. Uh, you know, I one thing. Okay, I will tell this. This is a little immoral, but okay. You know when they have you buy like a twenty-two of beer, and sometimes they have the three twenty-twos of beer that are all like kind of plastic wrapped together. together. The yeah. shrink wrapped together. Thank you. Now, if if you go to the self checkout, if you scan it, if you just scan one beer, it'll come up for the price of one beer. Oh my god, that so you is can get genius. three beers for the price of one. Wow. A buddy was explaining this to me. I've wow. never done it myself because I'm a fucking I'm a moral man. Right, but then if you get caught, it's just like, oh, I, I just scanned the wrong barcode. That's all it was. Yeah, how did I know? I never got trained on this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't work here. Yeah. So, all right, give me one more tip because because I I can't I can't abide by this show being a, a show of moral depravity. All right, hmm. here's an interesting one that um, I did not know. Do not be fooled by cameras with the name SVS. These are fakes. They do nothing but sit there. They look real, by the way. 
they have a cable going into a wall and are plugged in and have a red light on, but they are still fake. Guaranteed. Maybe nice. this is put out by the SVS company to kind of backwardsly get back at shoplifters. Like they're 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 running a really <laughs> deep game. That would be impressive. That's um that's psychological. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's heavy shit. duty. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for coming oh, down on the show. Thank you, Todd. Jeff Harmatz. Thank you for having me. You're on the Twitter, Jeff, right? What's your name? I am. My Twitter is my full name, Jeffrey Harmatz, at Jeffrey Harmatz. At Jeffrey Harmatz? At Jeffrey Harmatz. J-E-F-F-R-E-1. Because you're Jeff with one F. Yeah, it's all complicated. It'll be up on the website, hopefully. Jeff Harmatz, thank you for coming by the show. He's got a big book coming out we'll talk about later. Put your comments up on the show. Uh, thank you for the people who uh, follow us on the Twitter at Far Out Podcast. Let's get those numbers up because they're looking embarrassing right now. Thank you very much. My only weakness is a list of crime. My only weakness is, well, never mind, never mind. Chocolate is off the world.